Good morning, listeners. This is your host. My name is Harry, and welcome to It's My Life. For those who are new to this channel or to this podcast, welcome. And if you're from overseas, morning, afternoon, or evening, hello and welcome. This podcast today is all about um, the current situation we're all in. I'm having a big spiel about it, but um, those who haven't listened to some of my podcasts, it's there on uh, Spotify, and word of warning, it's, uh, shall I say, unscripted, unedited, and raw. It is messy at times, and a bit of a ramble, but all I'm doing is telling it like it is as it comes to me and without any editing, without any fine-tuning. You know, it's raw. It's from, from the heart and from what I I see um, happening. or Just my view or the picture, the bigger picture that's what's happening in front of us. That some people are blind, I should say, or not so much blind, but so much... Um, so much information not being told or the truth being told to a lot of people and a lot of people are in a situation where they're just living their life and just going with what's happening in front of them not asking the, the questions you most probably are asking the questions to yourself within yourself listen to your inst- um, intuition listen to your instinct listen to your gut feeling sometimes people go by their gut feeling and they know that there's something that's not right, go with it. Everything is not as it looks, or as the mainstream mainstream media is painting. They're not saying a lot about overseas, what's happening overseas. If you take that curtain or that veil away from what they're trying to tell you, you'll see the real issues. Social media are showing you what's really happening. You had protests all around the world about what's going on with these governments. And and unfortunately, they're using New Zealand as a test case. Literally. If what Jacinda is doing to this economy is happening around the world, they're following her footsteps. Believe me, they are following her footsteps. If it works here in New Zealand, it will work anywhere around the world. And this is why they're using New Zealand as a test case. Because this is, because New Zealand being so far away and so, let's say, able to um, get around things, difficult issues, and play on it because we're so far away. And because we're so... Um, what's that, that number eight wire mentality, we make things work that other places can't. Why? Because we're not influenced by a lot of people or a lot of countries. We do what works for us. And this is what makes New Zealand quite um, quite good in the way where we do things the way we feel it will happen and it will work. And this is what they're looking at. 
So they're using New Zealand to just cover up. COVID-19 is a smokescreen. It was built or created for that very purpose. Because as you understand, Gates, Fauci, and those people who are amongst that group of elites created this whole uh, pandemic platform. Why? Because we're overpopulated. But to do it in a way where, okay, outright say that kind of thing will cause panic and things will, that will never work because straight away they needed to have the right people in government, which they have, to, to, to push this. And those are in government who are into socialism, communism, are there right now, are in the positions they needed them to be. And the only one who was against all this, <laughs> you may not believe me, but it's Donald Trump. He's played the game. He's played their game. Now, they're up in arms because he switched. Because he knew what they were doing. Now they're calling him all sorts of names because he won't play their game. And he's one man who's fighting against many. Not just those elites, but also the public who felt that he had let them down. you got to understand what he, what he had done. He had played their game. He made people think that he was crazy. He made People think that some of the things he done was, you know, was uh, unbelievable. They called him every name under the sun because of some of the issues he was talking about. But believe me, those issues that he, he put across on the media channels and in public is to actually take away what he was really doing behind the scenes. This was his smokescreen. He, he made out that he was playing their game until such a time he decided, no. Now is the time to act out what he needed to do to stop all this. So what he did, he turned. He didn't like what he was seeing. Therefore, why he became president. He knew this many years ago while in business. And this is where I come from. Many years ago when in business, he was very good in business. Many people knew uh, how he, how his business were you know, multi-million dollar businesses. And through those channels, he was able to connect with unsavory people. They may, who are in high profile positions, and people believe they could do no wrong, but behind the scenes, they were some of the most ugliest people that walked this earth and he had to pretend or make out that he was part of that group just to see how big and how ugly 
these elites were. Yes, he did um, prance around and walk around with these so-called people who felt because they were rich, they had the uh, privilege to deal with people at will, as they like, against human rights. And this is what we're fighting about. Our sovereignty, our freedom of speech, our freedom to do, uh, or, cons what's the word for it? Freedom to continue our life's purpose as free citizens. Now, if he comes back to sort this all out, and I know he will, because what he did behind the scenes is coming to an end, and he's slowly, slowly starting to uh, end that with his, as they call, white hats, who are working the light. You are dealing with these so-called unsavory people, and you you won't believe who they are, and that, and they're all one of the most wealthiest people on earth. Like you said, follow the money. If you follow the money and you follow what's happening, do your research and don't use the ma uh, mainstream media because it's not there. What they're telling you is a cover. So if it's a veil, it's a, it's a smoke screen. So you won't know the truth and what's actually going behind the scenes in other countries. Now, as I understand it, when they say follow the money, Washington DC, the Vatican and the city of London, those three pinnacle places that people around the world well well know, is well document, documented in history, these places are all connected. What does the DC, DC Vatican and the city of London have in common? There was something in the, and correct me if I'm wrong, there was something where, or there's something just to think about and do your research. Um, now, as I understand it, and what I've seen and read, that during the Battle of Independence, when all was said and done, and the Brits... Um, surrendered and decided to leave uh, the Americas the USA leave America there was something there where when the Battle of Independence when the independence was signed there was an issue of funding now the handover USA or America was actually broke. There was no monetary or funding to help America um, evolve, should I say. There was nothing in the, they had nothing. So as part of that independence, what happened is the British decided, okay, this part of this deal 
they will um, trans or will hand over funding to help America get on its feet because it had no money, had no money, it had nothing, nothing at all to keep the that um, Americas of Independence or America up. So they decided because of the royal family and the amount of, you know, and the countries they were uh, affiliated with, they had bulk money, they had treasures. The royal family and who they, you know, fought their um, battles for. And that's why they went to all the other countries to conquer uh, those who were living there by sending in the church priests to colonise the savages as they called it or those uh, native uh, cultures that who were in those countries they send them there and then straight after that were the army or the at that time hence the battle of independence because they become dictatorial they decided no you can't do this you can't do it they started dictating people what they can do and couldn't do and America uh, patriots stood up and said no and fought the war, fought the battle. And it was an ugly, ugly battle. Britain has a lot to answer for. They do. They have a lot to answer for for their, their uh, savage and ugly way they treat people. Over the years, over the history, and it's all in history, how they brutalised cultures within other countries. They were brutal. They need to answer for themselves. They need to answer for that. Now, in saying that, they funded America. Hence the reason um, Washington, D.C. When Washington, D.C. was formed, that money was still being funded by Britain. That's where the money was coming from. Now you understand where, how that links to the Vatican, because the Vatican was all part of England as well. England went through Europe to conquer. It went through, and, and part of England at the time during the Crusades and all that, all had to do with the, um, what do you call it, religion. Henry VIII, he, he, he had to do with religion. A lot of uh, uh, a lot of the kings and queens before Queen Victoria had to do with religion. You couldn't do anything without priests and them saying what could be and what could what what could be done, what couldn't be, and people were burnt at the stake, being held accountable because they did things differently, and they called them witches and whatever wizards and you know, burnt at the stake, fucking all sorts, hanged, quartered. To the very day when Queen Victoria decided, no, that's enough. Enough of that disaster, enough of that crap, enough of that violence. Decided, no. She decided she wanted her people to, to live and to enjoy their religion, whatever religion they're in. She decided, no, it's enough. But at that time, they all related, um, related to the Vatican because they've always said, if anyone went to trial, they would 
have to go to the Vatican and they would decide what the outcome was. And through the priests, the priests had power back in those days. They could do anything and they were the richest. They became the richest uh, founders in England. They could do whatever. If you cross the priest and they, they had guards, they had armies behind them. And that's when the uprise in England also. A lot of people didn't like the priests because of what they did. They did horrible things to their own people. And they did it all around Europe. It's in history. And all to do with the Vatican. And then you now you know where the link is on that. And now here in in England with the City of London, if you don't know who they are, and those who, who do, know there's money there. And they always say follow the money. So DC, the Vatican, and the City of London are all connected. That's where all the money has been have been pushed through. And for throughout the years, throughout the centuries, these Three main towers, I call it towers or pinnacles, have been collecting treasures and money from the people for the thousands of years. Well, as long as they've existed, let's put it that way, as long as they've existed, they have manipulated, tortured and murdered and killed many people because of it. Because they refused to hand over their, their land, their, their uh, gold, their treasures, their wealth. And they were brutally killed, murdered, or, whatever, or put to slavery in other countries. And that's how bad the Vatican and the priesthood was back then. They ruled the Ruth, and not until... Queen Victoria decided no, because that I understand the royal family ruled the world back then. Britain had conquered many, many countries, just like Rome, Alexander the Great, Napoleon, um, Genghis Khan. All those dictators conquered many countries. Did the same thing, murdered, tortured, killed people for land, wealth, and sometimes for people, for slavery. They come down to New Zealand, did the same thing, sent in their uh, uh, priests to convert the people, put in schools to convert them to English language. And sent in the army to control the people. And what they're doing now is, is similar to what's happening. And this time they're using a virus to introduce it to the people. And to use the lockdown to control the people. And then next is the army to fucking override everything. Where you can't do anything. So if you understand what I'm just been saying. They're using this pandemic as a cover, as a smokescreen 
to push their agenda. And if you don't know what the agenda is, you have a look on online. UN Agenda 21, 2030, and now 2050. They will keep going until they get it. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. Putting us under lockdown is against the humanity, against human rights. If you look it up on the Nuremberg uh, Humanity uh, Script or Law, policy, whatever it is, you'll see it there, Nuremberg Human, human Rights, and it says there, there, no government can enforce sovereignty or in the, uh, those who are under sovereignty and in sovereign countries to this type of, um, what do they call it, like internment camps, like camps where we are all into camps now so it's not good it's not good at all so uh, people got to realize you have to re wake up and do your research and saying what I'm saying about city of London today they're worth trillions of dollars why because all the money that they have accrued or uh, increased over the many years they've sat in their coffers and just triple, quadrupled whatever over the many years and they are filthy rich and they celebrate this there's no word of a lie in London while everybody's going doing their thing they're, they're working and uh, doing their own uh, their own thing should I say going about life as though nothing is happening well in the background there's this group of people these elites from the city of London who transfer their money I've said this before they've transferred a lot of their money to overseas bank accounts outside of London which are making money and tripling and making these people rich but they're not making it or taking any tax out of it Everybody else is paying tax except these elites. So they've controlled everything. So most of the elites are a form of uh, multinational companies. Okay, understand that. So they come to uh, England under the city of London and use that, their wealth, under that without paying any taxes. It's still able to continue working and funneling in their money in overseas accounts which none of the London tax breaks or inland revenue in London or around the world can touch you so they've escaped taxation but still able to continue living a life as though nothing nothing will touch them so that's that's where all this has come about. So these elites want to rule the world now. New world order. If you haven't heard of that, one world domination and the elites. And they're trying to grab as much land, enough water, enough materials, enough energy, enough everything, so the people will de become dependent on them. They're going to shut everybody out 
uh, shut everybody down, all businesses down, and shut everybody out from this. If you're not part of that elite, you're no, you're nothing. You're a slave. And like today, we are all slaves, and considered all slaves is why we work. Or, if you, if you come to think of it, the money that they've made over the centuries is in the trillions, if not more than trillions, more than anyone could ever uh, comprehend, and that's why they can do it. And those with offshore accounts that are in that city of London as part of that uh, Vatican and DC are funding everything. They create jobs, did you know that? And through those jobs is why we work. I, I, I didn't, couldn't quite see it until I've been watching a lot of uh, docos on how rich people make their money. It's a system where their money goes offshore and stays there to avoid taxation. However, they take that money from their offshore accounts and create businesses, create work, create jobs. It's like it's a, or it's a capitalism, capitalism uh, frame or platform where they create jobs in countries where they need workers. Hello? Where they get the workers? From their country. And they pay blah, blah, blah. So while that's working and making money and the profit from it, comes back to that account and then that account is also divvied up to some offshore business accounts there's always an offshore business account which feeds that account and where they can once again buy another another business they buy businesses hotels and then whatever service stations services they're paying services and in those services well, that people want, which is gas stations, um, anything to do with food, health, and um, what else is there? Entertainment. There you go. That's where this money goes. And because the population's growing, there's always someone to fill that need. Filling that need. So because they're filling that need and things and things are growing, more money is going back into the, these accounts. And those who are in these offshore accounts are a lot of people who have made money and they're making money for them. So, hence the reason why the City of London, the Vatican, and Washington DC are all part of a reserve bank. They created the reserve bank and the world a federal bank, or there's the World Federal Bank, and then, then there's the Reserve, World Federal Reserve Bank, that's what it is, who, who, where all the money is, and they are divvied out to whoever needs it. Many years ago, the world became, was in a crisis, where it owed, it couldn't pay off its, um, its debt, so the World Federal Bank helped them out. And doing so, the World Federal Bank owned all these companies, owned all these debts, and owned all those people who had money in the city of London and everything. The Federal Bank, Federal Reserve Bank, now owns all of them because they paid all the billions of dollars that each, all these countries that were in debt, 
to the Federal Bank. Now, part of the uh, World Federal Bank, who owns that? Washington, D.C. And part of Washington, D.C. is part of the Vatican and part of the um, City of London. So all those rich accounts and offshore accounts are now part of that Federal Bank now. You gotta understand who owns that now. And if you you know what I'm talking about, who owns it? Donald Trump. When he became president, he made sure he put that under the US control. The World Federal Reserve Bank is now under the US uh, control under Trump. He made sure it was under his name and under his control. Why? Because he is a businessman. He is a businessman. And all businesses, they always make sure that what they're doing, they make sure no one else knows, but a, few, a handful of the trusted people who are around them. Now you know what I'm getting at. Round to President Trump. Now, he's done a few things to uh, throw off a lot of people. And that includes Biden and his clown, clown of cronies. They should have known with what he was doing. Now he controls the World Federal Bank. All the money that's in there. And those who are part of the, the three towers, they all owe that the World Federal Bank. They all know it. When, when the shit hits the fan, when this all comes to light, or what this is a scam, many people are going to be shocked. And many people are going to realise what he has been doing, and he will become the person that you know, no one expected him to be. He's only doing this as from, like... So people, in the end, will understand what he had been trying to do. You know how uh, David and Goliath, that story how a little man with a slingshot, you know, dropped a, a giant of a man with you know, metal and steel and the biggest sword and shield, dropped him with a pebble. No one ever thought that um, he would be able to to um, overcome adversity you know people were laughing at him people were uh, saying there's no way but in the Bible that story said everything and he did he won he was just a slingshot in the pebble and put in the right place dropped this giant like a ton of bricks and this is what that's my, what you call, what's the word for it? My analogy compared to what's happening with um, Trump. He is uh, David fighting a giant of elites with one single purpose, which all boils down to, and it all comes down to money. And he controls it. Money controls everything. Because that's why a lot of the governments like Jacinda Ardern are throwing or borrowing money 
tools there's no tomorrow in putting the countries into debt it's been a, this, this is what's been the, the starting point since this happened and it's on agenda 21 to uh, overthrow the economy to crush it and when that happens then everybody will be depend, will be depending on the government and that's what they want they want people to depend on the government and when they and when you do that there comes uh, what's the word for it there comes certain uh, issues or certain things you need to follow when you depend so when you depend on the government they're going to say alright to get this assistance you're going to have to do this that and that so that's getting the vaccine that's getting all the, and vaccines after that you're going to have to do this do that and what what else can you do when you've got nothing of course you're going to comply it's all about to do a compliance you're going to try and get as many things done that where the people this or going to be slaves soon can't do anything so the it's called it's called compliance so when you comply to their their wants and needs then you're pretty much a slave you have no freedom there's no rights and when you comply that's going to be sovereign you you uh denounce your sovereignty you hand over all your property and you must get a vaccine that, that they deemed uh approved and continue receiving until they they say there's no more you know there's no need but all those vaccines as we know when it, that comes to that stage it's to do with depopulation once they get the amount drop so much or depopulate the world to a certain um, safety standard to an acceptable an acceptable amount that's not the end <laughs> then they start their next plan whatever that is who knows however this is the time for us to stand and not to conform to or comply to whatever they need whatever they want you to do and that's the whole reason why people are standing it may not look like it that way but yes that's the way it is that's how it's and that's how it's been put across so you and I conform to everything so well that's my spiel anyway so have a listen it's a bit messy and a bit uh, ram uh, rambles on but it gets to the story it gets to the gist of what's happening okay so take care and be well this is your host Harry uh, having a good day on a Friday and take care